The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's going on, everybody? Uh, fun little visual episode, heavy weekend for you guys. Um, you know, not uh, the normal schedule. We're not following that right now. You know what I mean? It's all about um, some visual and some more occult topics this weekend. And, uh, you know, I work on the weekends. I'm sure a lot of you all do, too. Um, I figured why not just throw out a few things. Even if you're not working, you know, you can sit down take a couple drinks, take a couple shots, twist a few up, whatever you're up to this weekend. Uh, there's a few things that you can tune into. YouTube episodes are really uh, what what I was uh, focusing on this weekend. Um, I don't know if, uh, you know, for me personally, I, I really don't watch podcasts. I listen and I kind of halfway listen, to be honest. Um, and I kind of assume that most of you do the same, right? Then that's just because that's what I do when I'm working or when I'm cooking or when I'm cleaning or doing shit around my house, I have podcasts in. So, uh, I don't expect all of you to go in and, and watch these episodes. Um, the first one being with Ron weed. And then the second one being with New York Patriot. I think I actually flipped them in this episode. I have the episode about the Voynich manual uh manuscript i'm sorry the voynich manuscript uh with new york patriot it's a very very interesting book um some may say fascinating it was uh something that he hadn't heard of something i hadn't heard of um, and, and something that i'm sure that that you know i'd be surprised if you'd heard of it too it's something that's um widely considered the most occult book of all time and who better to bring on the occult rejects uh at least half that team in NY Patriot and uh, you know, the full version in video and audio, obviously the video format is on my YouTube before it's anywhere else. And then it's also on the Patreon. If you want to watch the audio or listen to the audio um, like I would typically do that's on the Patreon. 
Uh, but you know, for free, if you want to watch the video, it's, it's, of course, it's on YouTube and same situation going on with Ron Weed, the host of, uh, the Imaginarium of Thought. Great show, uh, diverse range of topics. And this dude's just a really nice guy. You know, when you, when you hear him on these group chats, he sounds kind of like a stoned, goofy dude, uh, that just kind of adds his two cents in when he sees fit. But what's really interesting, uh, very, very educated when it comes to the numbers and, and how they kind of play into our system uh, that we live in, right? So this episode with him, it's been out on YouTube for a couple days. Um, that's going to be on the Patreon for the audio version. I just feel like both these episodes are very visual heavy. So I didn't want to release the full episodes um, for free. Um, you know, if you're overly interested and you want to hear the audio, of course, it's on the Patreon. Check it out. Um, but you can also watch, get the visuals, get the full experience as intended by the guest hosts, Ron and NY, uh, over there on the YouTube. And those will be available um, on their channels, I'm sure, at some point. But, uh, you know, we work these things out so that they uh, kind of just unfold in this fashion. You know what I mean? So, guys... Um, I don't want to do any housekeeping. I just want you to uh, to check out the YouTube at this point. You already know what to do if you're part of the Patreon. That's where the audio files are at. You can check those out. If you're working like I am on uh, you know, March 12th when this is coming out, this was just something for uh, you know the mothers and the fathers and the people that are just hanging out at their houses or working. You can watch some shit or listen to some shit. It's up to you. Uh, just really appreciate all the support that I get. And, um, I hope that it grows, man. You know, uh, for $3 a month, you can feed a starving podcaster like myself. And I hope that you do. So thank you so much. Uh, enjoy this two-parter. We're going to roll into the Voynich manuscript with NY Patriot of the occult rejects. Um, going to do that first and then roll nicely into uh, a fun little, uh, segment of the episode with ron weed of the imaginarium of thought we're talking about numerology and the occult connections the 2016 election the number 45 the number 216 the number 666 all the shit that kind of introduces you to this occult numerology um i found both episodes mind-blowing i contribute to the voynich manual the most in this one because I discovered this thing uh, in our group here. <laughs> and, and I'm proud of that, man. This is a, it's a weird topic. Um, but I hope that you'll dig deeper into both of these. So, guys, enjoy this one. Again, just samples of each episode. Check out the full video episodes as intended on the Dangerous World YouTube. Just type in Dangerous World Podcast on YouTube. It'll pop up. Subscribe to the channel while you're at it. Since I'm asking you for the moon and back. Just subscribe. And then uh, if, you, if you're if you like me, you just listen to audio. It's on the Patreon. You're more than welcome over there. And uh, I appreciate you guys. So enjoy the show with my buddy Ron Weed and New York Patriot. Uh, they mentioned this Voynich manuscript. And I was like, wait, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? Um, so I started looking into it. It's very, very weird. It's essentially, you know, as they say, the most occult book of all time. I mean, no one knows what this means. 
John D actually had it in his possession at one point. Oh, wow. See, that's interesting in itself. Yeah. So you got you got some interesting folks involved. And the astronomer uh, or the alchemist, I'm sorry, that worked with John D. What's his name? Like Edward? Uh, uh, Edward Kelly. Edward Kelly. Yeah. And he has he, he goes by two names, but Edward Kelly is his proper name, right? Yeah, I think um, Sir Edward Kelly is some shit. I think I think he was kind of, I don't know, who knows? Those yeah, two well, guys are questionable. <laughs> I think one was real magician and the other one was just a salesman. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, the guy didn't even have hair and he convinced a lot of people that he had hair and shit. You know, just weird little <laughs> things like that. So, um, But that's impressive that you said that he still, that uh, the other one had that. I mean, it must have meant something. Yeah, it must have meant something to him somehow. There's a lot of interesting people that have had it throughout the years. And uh, this whole thing gets its name from the the dude that went and found it in the early 19th century. Um, his last name is Voynich. I can actually find what his uh, exact name is here. But it's a it's an interesting book, dude. And I think that you're going to look at the pictures alone and just kind of see like, yeah, dude, this is definitely something. Um, Wilfred Voynich is the guy's name that found this. And believe it or not, I mean, probably not very surprising. He found it at a Jesuit library. So he was going around and he was looking for books. He's a book collector, a Polish uh, American book collector. Comes across this thing at a Jesuit uh, library, going through trunks and trunks of occult books and um, comes across this thing. And he was uh, stricken by it and then just starts really looking into it more. It's interesting that it was at the uh, you said it was in the Vatican. No, I, oh, it was no, like some some Jesuit library. And oh, then, no, Jesuit, course, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you said Jesuit. I still think Vatican. So. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the yeah, that's the top of the Vatican's, right? So, I mean, <laughs> you're not too far off. I think that's uh, that's interesting, though. Jesuits somehow. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what's what's really cool now is where it sits is at the um, Benicky Library of Yale. OK, so Yale, I mean, the synonymous with all kinds of secretive shit. Oh, Skull yeah. and Bones. I mean, you, the list goes on and on. A lot of world leaders, at least in the United States, come from Yale. They go to Yale. They go to Harvard, schools like that. Um, and it's even, been a key. Uh, just even, sorry, even on the occult rejects, I think uh, this, uh, the, the, that stuff will be out before this airs. We even covered something with them um, recently where, you know, with Yale University, we've noticed, I think the second time now, at least, that we're mentioning them. They have these programs where they send their fucking students to like some other fucking country to go study there and come back. And they seem to be just associated with these very uh, religious based programs. But then when you see what the people do out in the world of the type of stuff they write, they are very far left. So I don't know how you went to this supposed Christian fucking exchange program that was associated with Yale that sent you to fucking Germany to learn Christian values with every, you know. Something very shady with fucking Yale and other Jesuit schools. We've noticing like sending people out of the country to go learn other places. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it's, it's a good way to find, uh, you know, cultural aspects of other areas, right? Just from on yeah. the ground shit like this. This is actually the inside cover of the Voynich manuscript. If you're watching, um, you can see right up there, Benicky Library, uh, MS 408. Their little uh, saying, I guess, light and truth, Lux et Veritas. Um, yeah. Um, interesting little thing. Apparently, a gift of Hans P. Krauss. I don't think he's too terribly important in this whole thing. Um, I didn't see his name popping up over and over again. But um, so in this book, though, man, the, uh, again, no one knows the language of this thing. Okay, no one knows. No one's been able to crack the code. Any cryptographer worked their way in salt has gotten their hands on this at some point and tries to figure out at least who wrote it. No one can tell you that definitively. Um, all the people that they say did write it. We're alive much, much longer after, you know, up to a century and a half after this book was actually written. So you have 
uh, people that, that are testing, car, radiocarbon testing, taking the pigments from the ink, which are actually made from minerals, the ink back then. And you'll see the ink. The, the, the art's really interesting in the book. It kind of looks like a kid did it, but <laughs> with the complex ways that you have, I mean, just even mixing this type of ink, they say, I mean, it, it, this was truly an artist that did this. Um, and they may have made it look uh, like, you know, like an amateur made it intentionally. So makes sense. I mean, I don't, none of it makes sense to me, to be honest, dude. You know what I mean? It's a really weird thing. The, the, the theory that I like, and I'll explain this one in a little bit here, is that Da Vinci wrote it as a kid um, because his birthday is actually represented really, really in, in kind of a crazy way in one of the pages here. Um, but then after they do the, the radiocarbon dating, they find out that it had to have come from 16th century northern Italy because of this one picture that's in this book of a city and it's a castle and there's these uh, battlements on the castle walls that are unique to Northern Italy uh, of the, of the 16th century, early 16th century. So, um, or maybe 15th century, even I might be getting, yeah, 1420. So early 15th century. So um, long, long time that this thing has been just, you know, kind of puzzling people. I love how Italy is involved in that. It always seems to go back to Italy or Germany. (laughs) Sure. I mean, uh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, it seems Italy, uh, Rome, which is part of Italy, um, yeah. Greece could could be involved in a lot of things too. And then, yeah, like you said, Germany. And and it's funny you bring up Germany so early. Um, Emperor Rudolph of the Holy Roman Empire had this book in his possession too. Apparently, he bought it for six hundred gold coins from whoever originally wrote it, but he never gave credit to the person that he bought it from or wrote it. So it's kind of an interesting. Uh, little thing here but um and that that was the theory that that was kind of interesting with uh, edward kelly maybe just bullshitting this book because he made up the the language of the angels right the enochian language uh-huh. and had john d write it all down um i mean he could have just been scamming this guy just to make a quick 600 uh coins you know what i mean so yeah, no no you're right you're right there's even things that have been said uh i mean even in books written by other magicians and stuff that are like highly uh you know regarded as like you know for people to study or to learn from a lot of them will even tell you you know not saying specific you know which specific ones but they will say like you know there's old manuscripts that you know are still used today that in their opinion unfortunately was just a scam artist trying to sell it to somebody who was in power and thought they were going to get something out of it and somehow it becomes considered like real mm-hmm. even though it was really just a scam just to make money from somebody who probably really knew what they were doing yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just that you're probably not reading it right. And the person was just looking to make a buck on some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, well, and even if that's the case with this book, um, as I was going to say here, it's got uh, 170,000 characters. Okay. So different. That's how many different letters individually, uh, 170 different ones, whether they're numbers or letters. Uh, in total, there is 170,000 upwards of that. And then 170 different characters each. Um, none of which correspond to any natural language that we know today, 40,000 total words or more, and then uh, over 200 pages with a bunch of illustrations. And keep in mind, there is not one mistake. There's not one like double back. There's not one. Uh, and this is handwritten right on parchment paper. Um, and it's uh, kind of the way that we do our modern books today, how the first page is the same as the last page and so on. So the third page is the same or the second page is the same as the second to last page it's it's one that's folded in half right 
So you have, this is the whole thing. So if you mess up one page. Oh, it's messing up two. I know what you're saying. You're messing up two pages on opposite sides of the book. So there's not one mistake in the drawings. There's not one mistake in in any of the text. Um, And they know this because they looked at it in a microscope. There's not the slightest deviation on any letter on anything. So writing that many, writing 170,000 letters and numbers without fucking up one time. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. No one can really do that, right? I can't even write like a full page without at least having to scribble something <laughs> out. You know what I mean? So really interesting. The, the, the I was writing a letter this morning and I was noticing that. Yeah. Well, and, I, was, and, yeah I was writing a letter to, uh, to, try to, to try to get David Lynch on my show, actually. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to write this dude a letter and send it to his foundation. And like, I must have, I don't know how many times, like fucked up shit and had to rewrite it just in one letter because I was trying to make it perfect. Like I myself can't even do it when I'm trying sometimes. Well, and, and, you know, for us, it's kind of different, too, because we're so used to typing now and texting. So yeah. it's much different. I mean, these guys were masters of this stuff. But and, and then again, you have to think, you know, how expensive parchment paper was. I mean, this is paper that comes from, I guess, uh, cowhide. So it's um, it's very expensive. And some of the pages actually fold out kind of like a magazine, how they have like the fold out posters. There's pages in there like that. So there's massive pages in here. Well, you um, know, parchment paper is actually. uh that is the suggested type of stuff. If like if I was to make a talisman, I really should be using parchment paper. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds, I think it has to do with being able to. I mean, when you put that shit in the oven, it doesn't burn, right? It absorbs the heat, but it doesn't fucking burn. I think parchment paper has something to do with literally being able to absorb energy. That's huh. why it's used. Because think about it, you put it in your oven, you take that shit out, the paper is fucking cool in two seconds, but the pan that it's on will melt your fucking hand. Yeah, that's true. I it mean, will it, absorb and reflect the fucking energy very quickly. Yeah, there's probably something to that, dude. And then, you know, again, the ink that he's using, the same shit. I mean, it, it's very rare, hard to come by, tough mm-hmm. to mix it. Um, they'd use like Arabic gum and actual earth minerals. Like, oh, whether wow, it's like, Arabic gum. That's interesting. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a well-known incense, too, to use. I mean, yeah. So I don't know all the symbolism behind every single thing here. And that's why I think that it'd be kind of interesting to hear what you got to say about it. Yeah, yeah. because I've never even heard of this. This is very interesting. Just hearing the stuff you're saying now. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. So um, I wanted to point out um, the site that I'm looking at for a lot of this stuff is History Extra, like just to kind of break down some of the the shit that they found and the things that they're talking about here. Um, The book is broken up into six different sections. And I wrote it out a little bit, but this goes into kind of greater detail. I'm just trying to fucking find it here. Uh, six sections. And you'll see the the plants. I mean, people think that it's either an alchemy book, uh, some sort of uh, medicine book, maybe a magic book. I mean, it's really tough to definitively know. So the six sections here. Uh, one, botanicals containing drawings of 113 unidentified plant species. You see the leaves, you see the root systems, you see the, the stems, the flowers, you see all this really interesting stuff of each uh, plant, again, that aren't identified. They look like plants that you may have seen, but um, yeah, weird shit. Um, astronomical and ast- ast- astrological drawings, including astral charts and radiating circles, suns and moons, zodiac symbols such as fish to the Pisces, a bull, Taurus, and an archer, Sagittarius. Um nude a Sagittarius sorry nude females emerging from pipes or chimneys and courtly figures so like uh you know judges and shit like this um and there's actually a really interesting component which you'll see here in a second where I don't know if you saw the one that I sent you with the wheel of the women going around in a circle if you actually spin that 
it looks like a stop motion animation. Like the girl's like running or moving or some shit, you know what I mean? And this is kind of before this was a a thing. So the fourth section here, um, uh, something a zeotrope or some shit like that. You know, that thing that we like, it spins and with all the different things, it looks like a cartoon going Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, like that. I've actually, believe it or not, I've had experiences like that in magic to where it looked like as if I was seeing myself go like backwards. Really? Yeah, I've mentioned that on my own show, actually. I can't remember the exact name, but I've mentioned that to me, it was like one of those things that you spin and you watch like things from like slides making up a a visual look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, it's wild. And and you'll see there's several of them. And again, they're all kind of in sections. So the first like when I was going through it in the beginning, I was like, fuck, is this all plants? And then it gets into some of the weird, like super dark looking things. It looks like maybe this guy's trying to find the fountain of youth or maybe he has some recipe for some eternal life type thing. Um, but it's it's oh, crazy. Dude, it's interesting. Now you said when did this book come out? You said the four, 1420, right? Around fourteen twenty, because of the carbon dating, they they have to put like they say between fourteen hundred or fourteen oh five to fourteen thirty five. That's fucking. You know, because uh, this book, it, just from like what you were saying now, almost reminds me of fuck. I can't remember the guy's fucking name. And I have the book probably like fifty feet away from me. I just don't want to get up. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like a three book thing that's put together. It's from like the fifteen hundreds, but um, it's kind of like a lot of people will look at that as being like one of the oldest things that you can go and look at for ceremonial magic. But like the three books are kind of split up. Like you're even saying a lot of it at the beginning is a lot of herbs and medicine and supposedly mm-hmm. how, I mean, that's all a part of magic too, especially in Wicca. That's huge. Or just witchcraft, voodoo, voodoo. They use a lot of herbs for whatever reasons that was in there. Then they got into the astrological stuff. And then you got into like, you know, specific planetary and all these symbols was like the third book. So it almost sounds like, you know, maybe this is kind of like an original. Whoever put out that other one was maybe taking from that the way it was done. You know what I'm saying? Well, it has been copied. It's just so and maybe that would be the the oldest, you know, magical reference that people can get. And that's because probably realistically is because this one can't be deciphered. This one probably has something to do with that if it's not a scam. But again, if it was a scam, someone knew what they were doing, right? Someone knew the aspects of like, yeah, let's organize this in sections or chapters. Um, They call them choirs, if I'm pronouncing it right. Um, So yeah, anyway, the fourth section, right? I I just read the third. The fourth one is an elaborate array of nine cosmological medallions, uh, many drawn across several folded folios and depicting possible geographical forms. That's the one I'm talking about where it opens up kind of like a pop-up book or a, you know, old school magazine. Um, and what's cool is the site that I'm going to go through has every single page, you know, front and back. You can see everything on there with the holes in the pages, high definition, um, really cool shit. So the fifth section, pharmaceutical drawings of over 100 different species of medicinal herbs and roots portrayed with jars or vessels in red, blue, or green, and continuous... Oh, and the final one is continuous pages of text, possibly recipes with star-like flowers marking each entry in the margins. So the last section of the book, we're not even going to touch because it's just text. If you want to look at it, uh, you can go to this... Um, I'll actually find the website right now for you. Did I mention red, blue, and green? Yeah, well, there's other colors too, but yes, red, blue, and green are the um, medis- the medicinal herbs in section five of the pharmaceutical drawings. So the the website that you can go to if you want to look this up in high def, um, Jason Davies, I think is how it's pronounced, dot com slash Voynich um, Davies, D-A-V-I-E-S. So we'll just get into this book right now, dude, because it is, 
interesting stuff. And I can kind of talk more about the backstory here as we... So it's showing that three, six, and nine is essentially the glue to the physical universe. Like the universe is two thirds physical, one third this uh, this uh, I guess uh, non physical antimatter that kind of holds everything together. Wow! And that's the three six nine. That's pretty crazy. Okay, so, you know, one other thing that I'm noticing, and I just wanted to do kind of an experiment um, while you were saying that, when you take the five nines here, obviously that equals 45, right? Um, uh-huh. All these equal 45 going all the way through. So nine plus seven plus five plus three plus one. And then you flip the, the feminine energy here, plus eight, plus six, plus four, plus two. That adds up to 45. So I found that kind of interesting because, again, you go back to nine obviously right with the four plus nine oh wow but i mean dude you know there's a lot of conspiracy theories around donald trump he was Mm -hmm. a 45th president right and i mean there's videos of him before he was president calling himself the anointed one and shit like this there's been you know psychics and all this crazy you know bullshit that i don't you know really care too much about but these people say that that barack obama was going to be our last actual president yeah. Then we get Donald Trump and now we have uh Joe Biden. Um with 45 being so significant with like this whole community and he was really the first president that I've seen that was really pushing that 45, right? Um Yeah. 45 so, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I have one of the damn Make America Great Again hats um that I caught at a rally that were throwing them out I caught one. And um, it has 45 on the side, like he's a fucking race car driver or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a weird thing. So he's pushing that 45. I wonder if that ties into this whole thing, too. Not necessarily this figure that you drew, but just that idea of the masculine and the feminine being flipped around and added together, always equaling nine. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And, and dude, honestly, that's a pretty good catch, man. I didn't even notice that. Like what you just said, Dan. Like I, that's 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 something completely new to me. Like, uh, so I have a pretty good eye, you know. And that's why I share this stuff uh, to learn more about it, you know, because it's one of those kind of things. Like, you know, you need uh, different perspectives and and stuff like that to to you know really get a different angle on it. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, no, I am uh, retarded, but sometimes, like you know, autistic people see <laughs> these kinds of things. You know what I mean? So it's kind of fun. Um, let's get yeah. into some more of these other figures too, dude, because you, you sent me quite a few and I mm-hmm. want to get through these numbers before we start uh, talking about these masterpieces like the magic flute. Um, tell me when to stop, which one you want to talk about. Next. Uh, this one was oh, cool. Um, well, I was going to say um, the reason why we're going kind of starting off with the numbers yeah, is yeah. so that way when we're talking about this other stuff, it's already kind of uh, there for representation. You You're kind of, you're not coming in cold, you know, you have an, an idea of, of, of where this would connect and, and with the energies and things like that. Yeah. But uh, what you're, what you found about the 40, 45 thing. Um, I actually thought about that as well. Right. And it could have been Hillary Clinton could have been the 45th presidency. Cause could've. I honestly, I don't think it was honestly rigged for Trump because uh, time magazine was already printing magazines with hillary's face on it they thought she was gonna win so it 
you know, I don't know maybe if that's theater or whatever, but I, I feel like it was still up in the draw um, of uh, maybe uh, the mask, you know, and, and, and it's funny you, we pointed out masculine and feminine it was kind of the battle of the of the man and the mask you know man yeah. masculine female point. feminine and she would have been uh, been like that uh jezebel type type shit right i mean like she wanted war with russia and we're kind of seeing that whole mm-hmm. we may be seeing it play out i don't know how how serious this is and i hate bringing it up in in a topic that's so much deeper than this surface level ukraine versus russia bullshit but um you know, it seems like they're getting back to their agenda. And and yeah, dude, the masculine versus the feminine, that's the first time in history, right? I mean, this is the first time ever. And it's in the year 2016. Yeah. Um, you know what else, though? 2016, what? you get uh, two plus one plus six. That adds up to nine right there, too. Well, also also how we were going into the th- 36, like right now, uh, what's on the screen is a, a magic square of the sun, which is a accumulation of 36 cubes, you know, mm-hmm. squares. Uh, 216 is 36 times six. Oh, so, basic, okay. so basically, if you took that symbol and you and you layered out it six times you would create a, a six times six times six cube which is 216 squares or individual cubes you know interesting so. <laughs> so so what's the significance of that just really quick for me uh 216 so uh some people say that uh 216 used to be the original number of the beast uh there is a uh something about that i can't remember what it was you know but that goes into the instead of it being six 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 yeah you know it actually being a a six times six times six cube oh okay yeah it's the six 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 and there's a whole bunch of stuff like there's this guy uh lucius Khan or something like that on youtube and he has a whole thing about the 216 and some patterns he's found out about that so you know good you know people and, and um yeah, here we go. 216 is the number of the beast in the Left mm-hmm. Behind series. Okay, so that's an old Christian book. I mean, the guy that wrote these books was very, very uh, tapped into the whole like Christian Christianity religion. And uh, what it looks like here is the 433 star. Um, yeah, dude. So which, which is the product of the digits in the base 10 representation of the 603 score and six mentioned in revelation 13 18 nikolai carpathia if i'm pronouncing that correctly chose the number because it is not an overtly as overtly satanic as the biblical number 666 so this is kind of a hidden message and a hidden way to get to 666 you can say 666 without throwing it out there to the kids because this was a child book series here goes a crazy part i think in the 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 Shephagorath or some, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but God's name is three, uh, 72, uh, letter columns or something mm-hmm. like that, which equals 216. Well, dude, I mean, just looking at, you know, again, I'm dumb when it comes to this stuff, but like, I look mm-hmm. at the simplest way of it. If you take, if you put a slash right there between the 21 and the six, you take two, one, that's a three. And then you get the six. So that's three, six, right? I mean, three, six. Oh, boom. Right there. Good, good idea. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. When you're dumb, you got to find ways to make this shit make sense, right? Um, yeah. 
Go yeah, on. and um, there's also a Bible verse about that. They said uh, something about uh, the thing of man. You know, like don't don't get caught up in the ways of man. Sometimes it's better to explain in the foolish in, in foolish ways for people to believe. Like this, so people might see this stuff and think, "Oh, this is silly." And, all this kind of stuff, but, uh, uh, but to, I guess like sometimes like they say smart people look crazy to dumb people. There's that one saying or whatever, smart motherfuckers look like dumb motherfuckers or like, yeah, whatever that one saying is. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. When you you look crazy until you don't, you know what I mean? That's, that's the Mm -hmm. whole thing with all of this shit. Um, so yeah, man, let's roll into more of these numbers and get through the, the crazy. I mean, I love this numerology stuff, man. I, uh, I'm not as good at it as you are, but, um, let's roll through. So we got, we, we didn't cover this yet. Explain this really quick and how this relates to Mercury, because this was a great find on your part. Um, so I just, uh, drew all right, I'm beating a dead horse here. Go to YouTube if you want to watch both of these episodes. They're on Dangerous World Podcast YouTube. If you want just the audio file simply for right now, you just head over to patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. Thank you, Ron, of the Imaginarium of Thought Podcast, and also New York Patriot of the New York Patriot Podcast, and of course, the Occult Reject Podcast. Incredible information that we all shared together. Thank you for your support, everybody. Talk to you soon.